Hey guys, this is Tyler. I uh, hope you guys had a wonderful New Year's. Uh, this is our first official show of uh, 2017. Uh, I mentioned it on episode 184 at the beginning that uh, because of uh, how long we went with uh, both part one and two of what was originally supposed to be of the game of the year stuff that uh, I decided to split up into four different pieces because uh, I want to give you everybody two hour shows. Um, so this is technically part one as we recorded it, but really part two as it's being released of our game of the year stuff. Uh, this one we're gonna do 10 through six. Um, and then in a few days, uh, you'll get uh, part three. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hope you enjoy this show and uh, hope you had a wonderful New Year's. Talk to you soon. Jump into the, the game of the year stuff. Sounds yes. good. All right. Um, normally, when we do the show, I go last. Would you guys be okay if I started it off? I think that's okay. The, the guy who hands out the cards all the time, uh, he usually goes last. But I think because he's done that all year round, I think he should go first. Okay. okay. Not to sound like a turd burglar, but I think it's time. We want to hear you. I mean, first. you still sound like one. I know. It's just, just we got. <laughs> Love you, buddy. I know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, so how we're gonna do this is um, we'll do ten through six this week, uh, and then next week you'll hear uh, five through one, and then we're gonna do honorable mentions next week uh, as well. So um, I'm starting off. Gabe should go second. Okay. Because he also does it too every once in a while. Yes. I have never done it. Okay, so Jesse will end it off in for us. <laughs> um, number ten for me is uh, Firewatch. Mm, um, okay. Turn off big. Um, I thought the it was a, it was a great game. I beat this game. I think I mentioned it last week. I beat this game in one day in two sittings. It's about four or five hour game. Uh, so for me to be stuck sitting in a game playing one game for that long of a time, that, you know that's something to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought the relationship between Henry and Delilah. Um, that game was fantastic. In, in a game where you have two characters in it, it had to be, and they had to nail it, and they did it. Uh, the voice acting is fantastic. Um, I thought the relationship they built was, and the, the limited time you had in it was great. And I would, if this game was 10 hours, I think I'd still enjoy it, just because the, the interactions they have together is fantastic. Um, Sounds like a nice, focused uh, yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and just like wandering around the world, like there's a lot of backtracking, which in most games, in pretty much every game, you know, it's times can be cumbersome. It's not a very big map, but the 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 relate the, the conversations you had with each other um, kind of helped, kind of overshadow that sometimes, yeah. and didn't make it so cumbersome. It made it less meaningless. Yeah. backtracking. Yeah, it didn't, like it wasn't so much. I haven't played this, but it's by what you're saying. Yeah, um, we've all played games with a lot of backtracking. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and um, one of my favorite I, games is Resident Evil. <laughs> Most Resident Evil games. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's yeah, it, I love those characters. Um, uh, it sticks out the fact that I can remember their names 
after that was game came out like February, um, says something. Uh, most games I've played through, I couldn't tell you the names outside of maybe a hand. Like, there's a few games outside of like ones that are like long running franchises. I couldn't tell you the names of them. Um, and for this being a singular game, uh, sticks out to me. Um, I talked about last week though. The main reason it is number ten is just because I thought the last half an hour is uh, just. It just it, they they botched the ending quite a bit I thought and um, I'm very curious to play this game yeah especially uh, hearing that I would still highly recommend this game because I still think the journey is great and I mean some people might some people like the ending some people don't dislike the ending I don't think it's 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 a it's not a hor- it's not a horrible ending but the highs of this the, how great this game is it's a bad ending in that comparison I think almost maybe ended with a little bit of a sizzle. Like yeah, sizzled out kind of. Yeah, like, oh, it was kind of like, uh, like they built after everything else. Yeah, they did built all this stuff up so much, and everything. It was like it was just like this. The it was like a, a nine all the way through. Oh wow! And then like the the ending is like a six, you know, not like not bad, not horrible, but not but in comparison to the rest of the game, it's bad. Um, and so grading on the curve, it's still a it's not you know it doesn't ruin the game for me. Um, it's just kind of like defining a problem. There's it's uh, it's trying to find a problem in this game. That's the one glaring thing for me, um, and that's honestly what I think kind of knocked it down a little bit for me. Is just that ending, um, yeah. and I, what I think is a really deep year uh, as far as great games goes. Um, you know, things like that matter. Um, totally. So that's that's for number ten is uh, Firewatch. Cool. Uh, so very interesting. Gables, you're number ten. My number 10 actually would be Battleborn, to be perfectly honest with you. Wow. Okay. Well, the thing about Battleborn is the gameplay is still pretty fantastic. Really modeled after what Gearbox did with Borderlands and stuff. The thing is, what kind of made me kind of a little bit more uh, attracted to Battleborn as a whole and stuff is the game is really playable. You can play things online, obviously. I haven't done a lot of the online multiplayer portions of it, but... It has a well-fleshed-out single-player campaign, in my honest opinion. I've tried a few characters. I may not have had a chance to really finish the game itself, but from what I've played through it, I felt it was strong enough to actually be included upon my Game of the Year list, as it's a comparable game. There's hardly any type of, like, game-breaking glitches or any type of, like, bad, mediocre things that are going around and stuff. There's a lot more interesting characters to try out, I mean, I like trying different types of players inside these type of uh, games because it's a lot of fun just to experiment the type of play styles and everything else. But, uh, yeah, you know what? For my number 10, man, Battleborn is actually surprisingly good for what it offers. Mm-hmm. That's, that, is, that is actually an uh, uh, underappreciated game this year. Agreed. I uh, got Got buried in a bad time. Oh yeah, uh, I believe that. I, be- I totally believe that. I mean, uh, if but, if it wasn't for Overwatch, you know, like uh, releasing that same time span, I think this game would have been much more profiled. Yeah, it came out like I think a week before Uncharted Four and Doom. So, and then a couple weeks before Doom or uh, Overwatch. So, probably one of the worst one of the worst outside of Fall to uh, to be released. Yeah. Um, but is that uh, is that it for you? Yeah, pretty much. Josie, number 10. Number 10. Color Splash. <laughs> hear some flack for this. Uh, did you hear Tyler just groaning in the background? <laughs> I have not beat this game yet. I'm more than halfway through. Right. Uh, i actually been playing it today, yesterday, the day before. 
trying to do as much as I can with this game. Um, this is my number 10 because it is so funny. It is so interesting. Like, each level feels different from each other. Like, it, it's like, I never have played, like, a, um, uh, I did not like the one for the 3DS account recently mm-hmm. at all. It was like a mixture between Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Yeah. I thought it was completely bland. Just, like, boring. Uh, this game's, like, completely opposite to me. Um, it, it's just, the way it, from the way it looks to its writing, its style, like, it is, I just, I've, I fucking especially now that I played it more. I just like this game even more. Oh, like basically, like love this game so far. Um, the the one complaint that I have is the and it's not even these things, <laughs> which is funny. It's the thing cards. I love the thing cards, but I, I do not like how they are. You you have to have this specific yep. thing card to do this specific. It's, it's only in brief moments in the game. Which is a shame, uh, because like if if you were allowed to use whatever tools you had to your disposal, which you usually can, but only only for like it's usually like boss fights, you had to have like the specific one, you know. That it it is it is the most like glaring thing to me about this game is like what, but like honestly, I know I like kind of it's my number ten. I like ripped on that part. Everything else is just nailed. Like it, it's like I actually playing this game. I overlook that stuff, as stupid as that little tiny part is. And like, man, every like everything about this game. Uh, I actually went to a new place I haven't seen before, and it was like it was like a mansion, like a hotel, and like. It was it was such a cool, interesting place, and in the way that you approached it as compared to like all the other levels, which were all unique too, was like so cool. It was like a mystery was going on with like ghosts and stuff. Not to spoil too much, it was just it was so fun. It's like, dude, this game is like, ah, oh, like it 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 almost like graphs like number one, two, or three, you know, but it's a number ten because of. The, the card the problem <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even like the battle system I don't hate the battle system now that I've gotten used to it I just don't like how they implemented the thing card to where you have to like I said fight like the boss's one weakness and like it's really the only way you can beat that boss that 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 is the irritating part of this game like I know I said that twice now <laughs> but damn it oh, it's the same way with me with it's, it's hard to say too much about this game though without spoiling yeah. it but like Man, like I think Tyler had it nailed. Like if he could just like watch this game and like look at all the stuff that the and the toads that look very similar, what they say. This like I know Tyler. I know I think Gables. I know for sure. Both of you guys would be laughing, and I think when they made like they said like you might be crying when this this from the story. People thought it was like an emotional story. Like there's some emo- there's some emotional stuff in this game. Don't get me wrong. But I think they're actually talking about crying from laughter. Like, there's some such funny stuff in this game that's just like, oh my god, like ah, oh. it, it 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 was so close to nailing it. Yeah. And like, I feel like I had to put it in here because everything else besides like that one aspect, I just completely love. Everything is literally made out of paper. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Um. There's only one thing I found that wasn't made out of paper. It was like a fire. During a certain scene with like these cannonballs, 
when you're fighting uh, Ludwig, Ludwig, one of the Koopalings. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, though, it's like insane. Like, even the clouds are like held up by like strings and like the stuff. Everything moves around. Even like the overworld where you're walking from level to level is like so cool and just thoughtful. Like it, it, it's sad that actually like that it had that one glaring thing. Yeah. That's why I almost feel like I I had to put it on because I love the game so much. I have not beat it, but so far I, th- I think it deserves to be on my top ten. Okay. Of games I've played this year. Yeah. If you have any questions, like yeah. No, I mean I uh, just kind of reiterate like that's like to me that's the reason I don't play that game. It's just like and I, that's why I said like yeah. If I can watch that game and just cut out all the battling in the, like the videos. And, and the battling's really fun. Yeah, I mean, I, super I, fun. I think the battling's fine, but like that's the thing that tur- Sticker Star is kind of the same level of Paper Jam, where it just it feels like bland, bland. Yeah, but the battle this game doesn't feel that way. Yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily. the the like everything about the game looks great. It's just it has the same battling system that Sticker Star had, mm. and the card stuff. I don't like the card stuff, and really, like I talked before, the, the lack of like leveling up kind of stuff. It takes away kind of. Like, and there's there's, a, there's really, actually a lot of leveling up going oh, on. There is, but it's not like the typical. You're level twenty two now. I'm glad it's leveling up in a different way, and you actually you do feel it. Okay. Uh, at least I have, anyways. Like I do feel like it actually makes a big difference. Okay. Like, be, you feel well, like, whew, that feels awesome that I have this much more was, HP now. The problem mm-hmm. with Sticker Star is was there was no leveling up, there was no gaining anything, so there was really there was no battling was pointless because all you were doing was wasting cards. That's pretty true. Plus, then and of itself, you know, even for the little bit of experience that you did like earn or something like that, it wouldn't really amount to anything because. It was just, like, frivolous. I mean, why even have a turn-based battle system at that point if you can't even earn experience or, like, do things? All you could really do is grind for coins, and that was no, pretty and much I the get point. That. No. no, I do get that. Yeah. And, and I will say some of that is here, but I feel like it, it's set up in such a good way, like, you want to play through the levels and actually beat all the enemies you see. Like, it makes it worth it. Right. But I, I will not say that you couldn't probably play through this game without touching some of the enemies. I will agree with that. Yeah. Which I think is a problem. But I feel like it does a good enough job to keep you interested. Like, you actually... It, it's almost like one of those things like where it's like, uh, you watch a horror movie, it's like you kind of want to be... Like, get yourself in a certain spot in your mind. Like, yeah, not everything you're going to see here is real. Like, it's, it's one of those games like, almost you have to like, you got to give a little bit too. Yeah. Which I totally understand. Like, why do I have to? I get that. But, like, I feel like this game is one of those games, like, what I gave a little bit, and, like, I've, it's really been, like, oh, man, I love this game. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I totally I, understand where you guys are coming from all yeah. the way. I want you guys to know that. But, yeah. I, I can understand why someone would love this game. Yeah, like, like I mean, I want to love that game. Yeah. Like, I want to I know, play that I game. know you do. I know you do. I know. Yeah. I, I, I just, know. Yeah. If they, if they just went back to the old Paper Mario-style battling system... I would have bought that. That's just the thing, yeah, man. I know. Card... I think you. I, I know you would have loved it. Yeah, I know you would have loved it. The only thing that's really holding you back, man, is like the card battling type of stuff. You know, card battling stuff in RPGs traditionally hasn't been very good, and that's one of the reasons why because it's so hard to implement that type of style with mashing with everything else. I can only think of maybe one or two games that may have implemented stuff like that well, and those are the Bat and Kaitos games by Intelligent Systems. I mean, that's pretty much oh, wow. kind of like. I don't know if the intelligence systems are bad in Kaitos, honestly, but those games actually implied, you know, implemented those car battling things well, whereas even Nintendo kind of struggles a little bit with, <laughs> like, that type of system, obviously, with Sticker Star and even here with little a little bit with Color Splash. I mean, I 
like I said, I haven't played Color Splash, but from what I've seen, you know, the card battling thing is sort of a little bit of a nuisance, but it's not as predominantly bad as, say, Sticker Star. <laughs> yeah. From what I've heard of that, it doesn't seem anywhere near that bad. Nah. But it's still, like, not... It's not, like, Earthbound cool no. when you're battling. Yeah. And how you think about things. Like, there is that, but not as in-depth in, like, I know my shit kind of thing. There's just a thing. It allows you to know, to know your shit. There's so, an old saying, too. It's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And when it comes to Paper yeah. Mario, the same thing applies. The reason why people love the Paper Mario games so much, not only the story, the different cast of characters and stuff, but the gameplay is so simple because it's a turn-based RPG where you're just doing this, doing that. There's no added gimmicks or something or bland-ass type of story things to go involved. I mean, quintessentially, the series evolved from, like, a like a great story told from Super Mario RPG from the SNES, then go forth for this natural evolution of Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door and stuff. Then it comes back to here, where it's a little bit more, like, uh, simplified here with Sticker Star and with Color Splash, you know? It's, like, a little bit better in terms of quality, but uh, it just... Personally, it's lacking something. It's that you, lacking something. Uh, fulfilled you from those games. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's personally how I feel, but that's not what, how you feel, though. You loved playing Color Splash, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it allowed me to look past certain things I didn't like about it. Exactly. Everything else, like I, I want to see the next level. Yeah, I think it's so interesting to me. It yeah. looks cool. Same way with Firewatch. There's a, there's a problem with mm-hmm. it, but the peaks. Kind of outweigh the negative, like the yeah. I guess the valleys, yeah, of the game, yeah, totally. I see that. Uh, I got piss. So, <laughs> uh, give me like two minutes, and I'll be back. And then we're done. <laughs> it hurts. Sounds good. It yeah, hurts so bad too. right now. It <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Watch his number nine be doom. Like you know, he was like, "Oh God, I gotta fucking piss." <laughs> I got like the whole time, we're like. <laughs> We're just having we a discussion. Saying, we kept saying the word. Come he kept saying "color splash." It's like oh, splashing into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking river just like trickling down. <laughs> I got a fucking piss. My color's fucking yellow. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you about like color splash and uh, it, it, it. That's why. That's why I love it. But like, I also like it irritates me because. Oh my god, if if you would have just... Because they, they didn't do a bad job with the card system. No. It just kind of holds it back. If you would just, like, did this game like Earthbound did, but with this fucking game, dude, it'd be on people's lists, I feel like, man. Exactly. Like, a lot of people's lists. Like, it, 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 everything else about it is so good. There's even a spot in the game that reminds me of Earthbound, which was so cool. You go mm. to, like, this parallel universe... That's, like, oh. spoiled too much. I won't describe much more if you someday end up playing this game. But, okay. Uh, it was just so cool. There's, like, this one spot in Earthbound where, like, where you do that same thing. And, like, everything's, like, a little, like, it's, like, nighttime or dark and, like, neon and stuff. Oh, like, Foresight. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's like that in this game. And it was so cool. All right. Well, very cool, Justin. Jumping into my uh, my number nine. Uh, well, I forgot to mention we don't actually, I mean, if you guys figured out, we don't know each other's list. This is all surprises to us. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the fun to me is, uh, oh, my dog's Kind of like Christmas. It. My dog's scratching an itch. Sounds like Jingle Bell's going over here. Yeah. It's got, it, it is, it's like a second Christmas to us. Uh, maybe some of us third. Uh, but, um, yeah, we don't know each other's list. 
that's why it's my favorite show of the year. Is just because uh, it's putting my list together personally, and then hearing what everybody else say about their about the, the game, the year of gaming uh, is always fun. Yeah. To but my uh, my number nine, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, really? I I, t- I said. Yeah, I said it like about a month ago or so. I, I knew you really game? liked this game. Yeah, it, um, it, uh, it's by far the the best uh, I think Call of Duty game campaign wise. I didn't play the I played like two games online, which I'm, I mean that's not my that's not my thing. Um, but I thought the story that they were telling, like I actually cared probably for the first time ever about the the characters in a Call of Duty game, which I never thought that would be the case for me. But just the story they're telling about you becoming the captain of a, a ship, uh, and then telling the story like making these hor- these you don't actually make the decisions in the game like it's not like Paragon Renegade kind of stuff, but like you the the character that you pl- you play as like him making decisions of like uh, sending these your uh, your men out to men and women out to uh, battle, mm-hmm. and like this you know like this could like they could how. Um, how many people can die? Like, what's you know, like saying basically people have to die. You're like you dealing with that as a captain, and like trying to make the right decisions. And like, far as like, like do I, I make these send these people to die and win the war? Or do I make like, do I play it safe, save my men, but like maybe not win the battle or whatever? And dealing with that, and then like all the, the your team, your like main ensemble of uh, of your group. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Like I liked all of them. Uh, I think Ethan was a robot, and um, um, you're like you're basically your right hand man. Uh, all of them were really cool. And there's a couple other characters I can't remember names, uh, but I like all that and just like kind of like how everything really. I mean, minor spoilers. Everything kind of goes to shit, <laughs> and uh, on everything, and just you know. Your character and you as yourself, what you know, experiencing this game, dealing with that, and uh, you know, kind of trying to do basically just doing the best they can with what, like a shitty situation. Uh, and I just loved all of that. And then obviously the gameplay, Call of Duty is just a master at uh, at the tech, technical aspects of a first-person shooter. Or and, really quick. Yeah. Uh, and then they also do some of the Titanfall stuff with some of the wall running, and then just being in space this time, doing this, like the actual like aerial. Uh, being like flying a spaceship and like like some dog fighting going on, I thought that stuff was fantastic. Uh, fighting and like uh, fighting actually in space, floating around was awesome. Uh, I thought just all of it was great. Um, I don't really have any negatives about this game. It's just it's a really good, really good, great game and a extremely deep year. And that's why this is like probably the, I told you guys it's the hardest year I've ever had as far as making making a games list. Because uh, I loved all of these games, and I really don't have, I have little to no complaints about all of these games. Would it uh, be fair to say, if, to me, it sounds like this game transcends what it means to be Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Did you say that about yeah, itself? Yeah, no. Like it's like, like it's, it's 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 not like a great Call of Duty game. It's like a great game. It's just a great game. Yeah, that's weird. That's about, like it's a weird thing to say. It almost sounds like uh, like it's a knock at it, but the best aspect of it is it does not feel like a Call of Duty game. Really, the story campaign wise, yeah, like the campaign, campaign does yeah. not feel like a Call of Duty game, which I'm not knocking it's Call of Duty. Probably good because the last couple of campaigns I've tried to play, like, ugh. 
Yeah, like I liked Advanced Warfare a lot, but yeah, like, know, this is like yeah. it blows Advanced Warfare out of, the, out of the water. Black Ops blows it out of the water. Like they've yeah. had some cool campaigns with yeah. the stories, whatever. But the campaign parts, like the 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 the, the scenes they put you in, the experiences they put you in, was cool. And this one, they actually tell a great story mm-hmm. with great characters and uh, with some great gameplay and revolutionary gameplay in the Call of Duty series. Like they, they, this wasn't cool. them resting on the laurels. This is them like. We're going for something here. Almost... Uh, it's unfortunate that a lot of people. I mean, uh, I, I, a lot of people play the online. That's the main thing for it. But as a campaign, I have not like this. I know next year is it's a different team, different thing. But um, this is like fuck. I want like more of this. I want this to be the, <laughs> the gold standard for the Call of Duty campaigns going on going forward. For someone who doesn't care multiplayer, like ju- yeah. just just the way it felt playing, or like or like the setting, or everything. I mean, the setting helps because I love space. Yeah, like sci- totally. especially sci-fi, uh, but space in general. High five. Me too. Uh, but just like the whole thing in general, I love. And um, but just like from like building great characters. Uh, what well, I mean, it's stupid to say, but great characters, great story, great gameplay. And they want that in every game. But from a Call of Duty aspect, like I mean, that just, should that, that should be your bar. That's your new bar right there. You just raised it. And fucking try to hit that every single time. I don't know if they'll be able to like not have one as good as that one now, because like that one seems to raise the bar on like the campaign yeah. so much. Yeah. Like and not saying like you have to have as much technical things going on, but at least at least from like in the context of the game that they're making, it could take place in Civil War. Mm-hmm. This say, but they could make it in a, such a way that you love it. Yeah. I can kind of see that happening. I hope the next one's just as cool, or if not cooler. Yeah. In its own way. Yeah. I. I and I hope. I mean. And I hope they keep some of the aerial stuff in there. Like, even if it's not space, like, do that shit. You know, I like I would love that. But, I mean, uh, if Battlefield's going backwards and they're going forward, if they keep kind of this, kind of the same thing going on, uh, they got a good system in place. If they can just build upon that, I'd be cool with that. Or go back and forth and yeah. try different things. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, but, space to me is always, oh, yeah. it's always a plus to me. So, <laughs> you've always got my attention when you're in space. Uh, for sure. Or dogs involved. Um, yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my number nine, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. What about you, Gables? Firewatch. <laughs> I love Firewatch oh, so Jesus. far. The thing so about cool. the thing about Firewatch in and of itself, it really started to grab me towards the opening cinematic of it. You know, when you're going through, you have all those logs of dialogue and stuff like that. You get to choose the various little portions depending upon what you feel like is the right thing to do and this and that. And uh, I love the way the game opens up. I also love how intricate your relationship can be between both Henry and Delilah going through just doing things. I got to admit, sometimes I have some problems like navigating through things because I'm so adamant trying to follow where the map goes. <laughs> that I, that I, map can be a little confusing at times. Yeah, it's it's definitely confusing and stuff, not seeing like some sort of marker and have to rely on the map and the compass. <laughs> But uh, the reason why I place Firewatch at number 9 on my list is because it does something interesting to where I personally think that uh, I feel more conveyed to play it each time that I pick it up because it's just, it just sort of appeals to me like on a common level to where how would how would I would like watch a movie or I would read a book or something to where the characters are interesting enough to where I figure okay where is this going to progressively go now 
I mean, Henry's in this forest and stuff, pretty much having to watch, like, for fires and all this other stuff. But there's all such a crazy hijinks that happens and stuff like that. Like, not we'll go, like not doing too much spoilers and stuff, but I kind of like the opening section where he has to open investigate this firework type of, like, thing that he has to do. And uh, coming across, like, just random, like, stuff in the woods and stuff like that until he finds... Who exactly is doing this and stuff like that. And just hilarious how you can choose certain the branching dialogue stuff. Like the whole conversations with like Delilah. This with Delilah in general just feels so organic. And in terms I just couldn't really stop like from listening to some of their dialogues. Especially since it comes across randomly. And uh, you have the option of whether answering something or just letting it go by. Which it honestly makes me feel kind of bad if I don't answer it right away. Because it'll just like give you a brief thing without even telling you. <laughs> At certain points. But uh, yeah, for my number nine is Firewatch. Kind of a surprise for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's awesome. I didn't know you played that game. Uh, that's <laughs> definitely awesome. Um, Josie, number nine for you. My number nine is Severed. Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. I thought this would be higher, honestly. Yeah, it's moved around. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... When did this game come out? Um, <laughs> I want to say, like, September. Like, it came out in the Vita early... October? It came out, yeah, October, maybe. Vita came out, like, in the spring. Yes. Okay. But it made it to the 3DS in, like, December, and then the Wii U in, like, October, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got on the Wii U originally, and uh, I I didn't know... Like, actually, Tyler reminded me about this game. I kind of forgot about it. It fell off my radar. Um, started playing this game. Um, off the get-go, it's like, I found out, oh, the same guys made Guacamelee. Yep. And like I liked I liked that game. I love what they were going for. But like I kinda of fell off because like I feel like it was like this almost like same thing over and over again. Like just me personally, like I just kinda of like lost a little bit of interest. And uh I was, uh, yeah. This game though is like the same people and it feels it's so cool to me. It's almost like the uh guys made Steamworld Dig and Steamworld Heist. It's like a very similar looking game, but it like com- it plays completely different. Uh, like a whole different. Actually, this game plays like nothing else that I've played before. Uh, it's like a whole new way of like someone using the touchscreen in a very simplified, uh, focused way. Yes, that I just really, really, really admired. Um, whether it be taking down uh, very normal enemies, like these crazy tree people. And like there's like there's, oh my god the bo- the the enemies that you find in this game alone like to me are just incredible. Um, it was actually really hard to make this game number nine, but I had like, lots of little battles like uh, when you get when you get to boss battles and stuff. It's like holy crap! It's like you learn you know it's the same stuff you learn from like fighting the normal characters, but like uh, just extreme like. Because in this game, like, okay, someone's, someone's fighting you from the left or the right in front of you. Behind, there's always there's only a north, east, south, west. Everything you do in this game. And, like, you're constantly like, oh, you have this weird little thing that pops up. It's like someone's hitting you from behind. Phew, fly around real quick. Thrust you can. Try to knock, do whatever you have to do to them. Because, like, each one has, like, different timings. 
and uh, they'll, they'll help the boss sometimes. And uh, basically, the boss is like just a, a souped-up, crazy, weird thing that you kind of had to learn. Definitely, uh, it's it's different from the normal characters in this game, but like uh, they're just like it's you gotta content like deal with the normal things sometimes, and like this weird pattern of thing going. You, you gotta catch like a pattern, like almost like like Castlevania Four. You gotta catch this weird pattern with like a boss. Like it, it feels so good once like you kind of figure it out, and then you beat him, and it's like ooh, like it, it, like the game makes it feel like rewarding, uh, like like uh, just it feels great to to beat the boss. It feels great to go to like the next area, and uh, the, the music in this game, just like the art style is like minimalistic, but it's like so fitting. It's. It's like uh, it's almost like a like okay. If I could explain to you how you move around this world before I get to the story, it's like you are in like a weird like th- alternate universe of like the original Zelda or something, where it's like uh, a 3D Castle Wolfenstein game. Like you like you're in you know like room by room you got a sweet ass map that they have. It's a really good map. Actually, it's like. If you don't use a map, you're probably screwed in this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really helps you. And, uh, like, it just, it feels like a cool, like, 3D realized original Zelda game. Like, it, it's awesome. But it's so different. Like, that's not what I like about it. It's like, it's got this, like, unique thing happening story-wise, which, like, it's it's told to you. It's, it's definitely told to you visually through, like, the creepy things that you come across, the creepy creatures... Uh, the puzzles you solve, but like it's mostly mostly told to you though through like weird like looks upon the faces of characters and noises they make, and like there's even moments in this game where like you come across a character and you're like, is that thing a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing? But you kind of. You kind of trust it a little bit because you feel you feel hopeless. You play as this girl. You don't even, as far as I can remember, you, you don't know her name. And it, it's one of the strongest character things I've ever felt like in a game. Like, and it did it all through like silence. Like there's some talking like through text, but uh, it's actually one of my favorite moments, moments of uh, gaming this year. I said last podcast. Uh, there's a there's a part in this game story wise where like you just you all of a sudden oh you you kind of figure something out but you don't know if that something is what you think it's kind of like you don't know if that one person is a good guy or a bad guy uh and the way like you 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 kind of connect dots in your head very like almost it's kind of subliminal in some ways like it's not like in your face like yeah this is what's happening even when you beat the game it's almost like that which is, like, why it kind of makes my number one thing. Like, at the end, I was like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this game came at me in such, like, a simplistic way that I didn't expect. Like, I expected it to, but I didn't expect it to ha- have me think about these things, these situations in life. These situations where it's, like, kind of dark situations that humans might face. Mm-hmm. Uh, family members and stuff. And, uh... It, it it didn't do it like in your face like it was so 
okay, like I, I, I'm pretty sure I totally understand this. Like there's no loose ends. But I, I don't know if it's just me, or just. But I feel like if anyone play this game, like they might know what I'm talking about too. It, it's weird. The story is so like it's it's so definite. But maybe some people might not even notice. Like when it ends and like like ah, oh, kind of thing. Like, it was like so interesting. <laughs> yeah, no. It was actually like it, it like surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, I only bought this game because you were talking about this game, and it was like, holy crap! I was a, I couldn't stop playing it gameplay wise. Like it's it's like a perfect marriage of gameplay and story. Yeah, to me, to me. like just wow. Yeah, this game this game had to be a game, and this game was just wow. I was impressed. Yeah, it's definitely one I I, I played the first like hour hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I liked it quite a bit. And I just came out at a bad time. I bought it at a yeah. bad time. Never made it back to it, but that is definitely. It's a, I liked a lot when I played it. That's a game I definitely. And it probably came to me at a great time. Yeah. Kind of thing, like the same thing. Yeah. It's like uh, opposite though. It's timing like, is everything. Sometimes it really, it really can be. Like this game could have yeah. been totally lost on me. I'm so glad I was able to finish it for some weird miracle. Yeah. And I just <laughs> was a little miracle, you know. Kind of trying to think of what's got what's like uh, you know I always like like think of like. I have predictions of where I think you guys like what games are going to be where what's going to be in your list I thought this would be like a top 2 or 3 for you honestly so I'm surprised it's number 9 honestly uh, it was up there yeah uh yeah it's, it truly was yeah I can see that um <laughs> and I understand uh, kind of jumping into my uh, number 8 if you're done yeah okay. go ahead uh my number for you know like I told you guys uh yesterday when, uh, when we were talking about um through chat that uh I had eight games. My top eight games. At one point, all of these games were be in contention for game of the year for me. So that tells you how um, there's not a big gap between uh, <laughs> uh, eight through one. Uh, but uh, I understand. Jumping into number eight for me, uh, it is Inside. Um, I absolutely adore this game. Uh, being a fan of Limbo and uh, carrying on with Inside, it they they somehow. Limbo is one of the best games of the last generation, and to actually top that, I agree, uh, uh, is a no small feat. Uh, it's a fucking fantastic game. The art style is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is fan- like the, the first like five fucking minutes of that game, where you're like being chased by those people and like the like and then being like the fucking the way it's like, all played out. Yeah, it, it's fucking like being chased by dogs and just like making that jump at the last second. It, this is in the first few minutes of the game. It's just like fucking. Ooh, All right, man. You, you talked me into it. I'm going to buy it when I get home. All right, cool. I'm glad. bucks on sale. Uh, it is on <laughs> sale. Um, yeah, I, I just, I absolutely, I just fucking, I have, just like a lot of that, like like Call of Duty, I have no complaints about this game. It's it's a fucking awesome game. Um, like, the for a game that just, you just start off like you're sliding in the cliff and people are chasing you and like these dogs are after you and like you're like, you're like in this weird like, uh, then at one point you're like walking, you're in like this weird line with like these people, and you gotta walk in a certain way, and you gotta stop at a certain point, and you gotta do these certain things. You feel like it's just, part of a machine. Yeah, and it's just like there's, it's just there's no actual nothing's told to you. There's no yes. uh, text or anything like that. It's just you just jump into this game. Um, the puzzles not not super hard, but I think still at the same time they're very smart. 
um, and they do take they do take some effort to figure out and some effort to actually physically to actually do them. Um, but I yeah, like I loved all of it. Like I it was a what, maybe a three hour game uh, at at most, maybe four hours, three uh, three and a half, something like that. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the entire journey, uh, even the last twenty minutes. I don't know if I I don't know if I loved the last twenty minutes. But I know I don't hate it. <laughs> I enjoyed the last twenty minutes. Yeah, I, say that. I, I enjoyed it. But as far as like what's like kind of going the story, it's just like what the fuck is going on? This is just crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just everyone will probably that, think of something different. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I mean, like I said, I don't. I don't. I know I don't. I don't. I know I don't hate it. I don't know if I love it, but I definitely it's it does something to me, which most games don't do. Um, so yeah, inside it's it's one or eight. Uh, Fucking one of the all-time best puzzling puzzle games, side-scrolling games of definitely this generation, maybe um, ever. So yeah, that is a uh, insight. Very profound. Yeah, nice. uh, I like it. What about you, Gables? What's your number eight? Battlefield One. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Battlefield One. The presentation of the whole entire game looks phenomenal. To be perfectly honest. I've, yes, I've had my fair share of like uh, troubles at the beginning, like for the tank stuff, but. Even so, regardless of that, though, the gameplay is so very easy to get into, and it, it's just so fun just to go and experiment, just go and just experiment, just uh, progress through just particular parts of, like, the campaign and stuff, and just all these spectacles, spectacle after spectacle after spectacle, and, like, one after another and stuff, the whole different branching, like, campaigns alike, and, like, uh, just the whole various amount of, like, things that can happen like say in the multiplayer matches and stuff just really make me want just to go and invest some more time in it when you know i feel like it but as it stands right now it's like this is probably one of the better like battlefield games that i've personally played where i feel compelled to play it more and not just play it for an hour never play it again or like just never finish it at all (laughs) so i know it's doing something right in that regards but uh, as far as, say, first-person shooter-wise and stuff like that, I feel that is probably one of the stronger first-person shooters I've played in quite a while. I mean, I've played some. I've, like, had some, like, interesting first-person shooters that I've finished, say, like, Half-Life 2 and such. But, you know, for Battlefield 1, it just feels very, like, uh, different in terms of the atmosphere and feel because if it's... Obviously, like a gigantic war zone in World War One, you got to do this and that and stuff, and try to maintain things like repairing tanks and controlling the carrier pigeons and like doing all this other shit and stuff. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing with the carrier pigeon is so fucking bizarre. <laughs> Can we all agree that's the moment of the year, 2016. That is hilariously <laughs> awesome to say. I don't know what's more yeah. bizarre: the fact that you're controlling a, the pigeon, or the fact that you feel like you're controlling a fucking tank as you're controlling the pigeon. You know, it's like yeah, or the fact it's like, oh, I'm actually controlling this pigeon. <laughs> Oh, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no! It's, like, it's so hard to be a pigeon. That's that's the one of the one of the fuck <laughs> moments of the year and stuff. Like, why the hell is it so hard to control a fucking pigeon? <laughs> it's like where it's like, oh yeah, this is a video game right now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, everything man. else is like so realistic. How man. can you go from like controlling a pigeon all of a sudden to watching a fucking Zeppelin that's like fifty fucking yeah. feet in diameter just go crashing it's into like, the damn battlefield? You know that? that yeah, like hundreds you, of people on there. You can't fucking match that. You know that's just the type of absurdity inside of a video game that you really need to experience a little bit more often. <laughs> but yeah, 
Well, yeah, man, like number eight. For... It, was, it was funny, you know? It's like I would look back at that and smile. I know. It, it, it's just pretty funny, you know? Because it's like it just starts off or something, just like mid-mission or something like that, and you just you just in control of this pitch. It's like, oh, okay, am I watching a cut scene? It's like, no, I'm actually controlling this thing. How am I doing this? Like, both joysticks going this way, that way. Oh, I'm going out of the battle course. Oh, i got to start all over again because my pigeon controller... died. The controls are so bad, though, you're better off just letting it fly. You're not actually touching the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, try that. It might have worked. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it for me, man. Battlefield 1, number 8. All right. Awesome. Well, Josie, you're number 8, buddy. Well, <laughs> my number 8 is inside. Wow. And it was a tough battle. We, we agreed on one. Um, <laughs> At the same spot, too. Like, <laughs> Tyler basically said everything that I wanted to say um I kind of bumped into him while he was talking to and he agreed with him uh man everybody this game is like it's it's like Tyler said it's like three three and a half hours long uh like it's it's like when it ends you're like it's almost like to me, it felt amazing that I saw the ending of, like, the sequel to one of my favorite games ever. In a weird way. I know it's not Limbo 2, but it's, like, this is, like, this is, like, Limbo. It is, though. It's It, it really is. It's, like, Limbo if, like, like, they used every ounce of technology, every ounce of uh, perfection that they could acquire to make Limbo right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's this is what they wanted with Limbo, and Limbo does not get any like knockoffs because of that. Like it, it still holds up. It holds up better than some games that I really, really, really loved from that generation. Actually, right here I'll say it holds up way better than Braid. I went back to that game. Oh wow! Like Limbo holds up better than that game to me. I can see that. Yeah. I, I I I love Limbo. I'll never forget Limbo. But it this holds up so well, and uh, this game is like, it's like, all of that, but like, it's almost like okay, Limbo was like your eye, you wake up, your eyes are a little blurry, mm-hmm. and then okay, you, you, Limbo, you kind of see what's going on, then you okay, you wake up again next day, you you see a little bit better, and it's like that's inside. Then I feel like whatever comes after this is like you see it. And it's completely clear. Like I, I, I have a feeling they're going for this thing that I just like that I completely admire. It's like it's like a painting on a wall that you kind of just like appreciate. Like you went through this thing, you think you know what kind of weird things are uh, <laughs> kind of leaning towards. Yeah. In like everyday life, and like it, it's it's very dark, very dark. There's death. Um... It's it's like it's just such a good good game. Like such a, a beautiful experience. Like it's like it's it's so interesting to play. <laughs> and it's like I don't know what it is, man. It's like I, I do but I don't. It's like I feel like though they do such a good job that they can actually talk more people into like just me and like three hundred people into thinking that way when they play it. But they do such a good job. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like being an artist, a, a painter, and then like okay, a couple guys might like appreciate this, 
But it's like to get so many people to appreciate this is like it's really it's really incredible. And they did it through video games. And I think it's really neat. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I I could not I had to have it on my list and I think overall it beat Severed out. Like I love Severed. But like, I think this game wins because of it. it's like it's like prestige. You know, it, it feels so good. Yeah. It's like yeah, they really, 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 really nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I said what I was saying. You, yeah. You jumped. You said more on top of that. Yeah. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just it's too, crazy. It's too bad it came out two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Because that would be much higher. That, that game is better than eight to me. No, I and I agree. Yeah. Totally, Tyler. <clears throat> um, totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, jumping into uh, uh, number seven, uh, number seven for me is uh, this one really hurt too. I knew it. <laughs> it all really hurts. Um, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, so um, I had never played a Ratchet and Clank game before. I totally skipped that in the PS2 era and PS3. Um, heard nothing but good things about it. Um, at that point in time, not really into platformers, uh, really. But uh, this game is just—it's just—it's fun. Yes. And it's like it—it it it, feels amazing. Yeah, it's just like it knows what it is. It's not serious. It's funny. It's—it's uh, it's not like fucking Pixar greats, like as far as the story goes. But I think the characters they have in it uh, and the story they're telling is great for the game. Uh, the weapons are awesome, like the Groovatron, like shooting and making all your enemies start doing like disco dances or pixel later. The pixel later, I was gonna say. Oh, the pixel yeah, later. Pixel later is great too. I had like the one weapon that kind of broke the game, where like you you shoot a, like shoot these like grenades out and it breaks into smaller grenades and it basically just wipe out an entire floor of enemies in like one shot. Um, yeah, I mean this game. It was forty bucks too, and it was yeah. I think it was rightfully priced. Um, for this, I mean, if it was sixty bucks, I still would love this game. But yeah, you know, yeah, 40, that's yeah, you know, it's awesome. It's just another too. bonus. Yeah, uh, third of the price, or yeah, third of the price. Um, yeah, I, I'm. It's so it was just so much fun, and it was it was such like I talked about last week. 2016 to me was a year of surprises, and this was just like probably this is one of the first ones of the year for me as far as like I like this game way more than I thought I, I thought I would. Uh, I nearly hundred. I nearly hundred percent of this game. Like I, I went through. I found most of those, like the gold screws. I, I, I found. I went and got all the items yeah. you can collect. Um, I think I was just missing like three or four screws, and that's only because I had to go. I had to go back and get them in some old levels because I didn't have the kind of that Metro style thing where it's like I don't have the item I need to go and get that thing. Um, man, man, this game was just fun, and it was just one of those things where it's just like I'm sad it's over. Like I want more of this game. Like if it was. Like it was, it was an eight to ten, probably eight ten hour campaign, I'd say, mm-hmm. and I would have been totally cool if it was a sixteen twenty hour campaign, uh, where like I want more of this game, and I hope this means more Ratchet and Clank in the future, and that this franchise, it, it was kind of a reboot of the franchise, and I want more of it. Um, the one small, small, small complaint I have is I didn't really care for the Clank stuff. Uh, oh. Doing some of the puzzle solving, um, I didn't hate it. But uh, as far as like everything else in this game, it was just it was just kind of the one naked like one thing that stands out to me. It's something I didn't really enjoy that much. I feel like a weird slowdown. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely threw the pacing off. Uh, yeah, but um, I agree with that. 
yeah, that is um, my number seven, Ratchet and Clank. Very cool. I'm actually really go- glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Gables, number seven for you, buddy. Sorry about that. I had to step out for a bit just to take care of something. <laughs> but uh, my number seven is actually Severed. Woo! Oh, whoa! Wow! Well, the oh thing my. about Severed... <gasps> I love Drinkbox Studio as a developer because, you know what, they make some fantastic games, but Severed in of and of itself is one of the first games that have actually made me interested in playing first-person dungeon crawlers in that retrospect. Because that's the type of genre, and so that's very niche and very, like, uh, hard to pull off, like, playability, like, sort of uh, something to get into nice and easily and stuff to understand, like, uh, how to progress throughout the game. Severed does a fantastic job of doing, of leading the player, like, encouraging them to be more engrossed and more, like, uh, concerned about, like, going through and just playing the game of itself without having to worry about too much. Mm-hmm. Unlike... Just enough. Yeah, exactly. But unlike Justin, though, I didn't play it on the Wii U. I did play it on the Vita. I downloaded it on my Vita, like, a while ago. I have played at least a little over like an hour or something like that, but I'm still kind of far. I'm actually, I'm actually quite a bit into the game still, and uh, I've really loved the battle system. All the swiping on the touchscreen, all the judging like certain enemy patterns and stuff like that. It's really hypnotic after a while because you get <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah, exactly. It's so hypnotic to try to recognize a lot of the enemy patterns while you're going through certain temples or even collecting certain monster pieces. And that's just a fantastic thing in general. Using the monster limbs, like the limbs of your enemies in order to oh, decorate yeah. your character and stuff. Yeah. You look so creepy and like almost hip, like almost like uh, demonic and stuff. You just take out all these random enemies and all of a sudden equip their body parts to you and just earn all these random like stat upgrades and this and that. What I also praise the game for is uh, the quick leveling up sort of mechanic. The game is structured very much to be a mobile game because there is so there is so much of a fast sort of build up to where how you gain experience and how you progress throughout the game that it really feels easy to max out your character to the extent but there's enough challenge with the gameplay and the bosses to make you work at it and make you try to understand what the game's trying to teach you in that retrospect. And obviously, some bit of the challenge is navigating where you have to be at next. Inside the perspective that is presented, it's enough. It's sort of a challenge to try to navigate things because it's it's like a traditional kind of dungeon crawler where you got to investigate by, like going like turning the D pad a certain way and stuff and progressing forward or doing this or doing that. Not to mention exploring all the different areas just to make sure you have not forgotten a little trinket or you have not forgotten some sort of secret that's behind this corridor wall without you even knowing it but uh the story of severed even without going through a lot of it so far i love how minimalistic the story is it's Mm -hmm. pretty much based up off of what you interpret of the game in and of itself I mean, quintessentially, you're trying to find your family, right? And you're just left alone yeah. inside this strange world with, with like, not even one of your arms is missing and stuff. And you're trying to navigate and take out all these monsters and try to investigate and try to find your family. 
and all these random dungeons and stuff, and it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating how yeah. less is more in times of Severed. The less you know yeah. about the game, the better of an outcome, the better of an experience you'll have with it, because it's just a great package in general, and it's a great game in general because of how well it's designed, how well it's balanced, and how well people can ease into getting it, into it, I meant. So for somebody who's probably new to the whole type of RPG sort of niche type of thing, like a dungeon crawler, this is a perfect way to introduce somebody to it because it's not too much it's not too much really for them to like stress over because the game in and of itself tells you oh you got to do this to do that you know but it doesn't Mm -hmm. do a lot of hand holding it just shows the obvious stuff to where you could go forth shows you instead of telling you exactly In in a really good way so that's why i feel severed is a little bit higher on my list because of the the game design aspect, the progression that you face and go through while progressing through the story, and overall, I had a lot of fun playing the game so far, and I look forward next year to try to finish up this game along with all the other ones that I really want to <laughs> go through when I can. So, number seven is Severed. Very nice. cool. Uh, good surprise there. Uh... Josie, you're number seven. My number seven is Battlefield One. Oh wow! <laughs> um, like you guys, are, you pretty much touched on it, Gabe. Like I, I actually, this game is like I never played a Battlefield game before. Like, like I never bought one. I actually experienced it for, for myself. I actually like usually buy Call of Duty games, uh, not to like say that oh they're one and the same or they're interchangeable. But I just decided this year for some reason I'm gonna try Battlefield One. Uh, I like World War One aspect of it. Uh, I went through the campaign, and uh, you guys pretty much touched on it all too. Like, like I really, I, I really, really like it. I, I love, I love it from like a technical aspect. It's actually really, uh, it's actually a pretty incredible looking game, especially with all the stuff going on all the time. Um, I thought the in the campaign, anyways, like the story was like at times a little cheesy. Kind of took me out of uh, what was happening. Like you know, it's World War One. It's like very serious, very dark, very grim, wet, cold. Um, but like I like passed all that stuff as like as a like a video game and like like just the, the mechanics. And, like, the shooting of these, like, bolt-action rifles is, is so accurate to things I've, I've experienced in my life. Like, it, it feels so good to, like, get, like, a headshot from so far away. Uh, and you see, you see blood splatter up. Sounds like you mentioned a little bit right now. But uh, it's, like, it's something that just sticks out, though. It's, like, it's like it, it just feels really good, though, to, to, to play. And, uh... I actually had a really fun experience with this game with my, my brother, Brandon, uh, playing online. And uh, it's <laughs> it was so funny because like, we were like on this huge map. And we're like playing basically like domination. But it's like instead of like 1, 2, like A, B, and C, it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Like there's like a, a, it's a huge map. 
and uh, like <laughs> we're like just talking back and forth about what we're gonna do. We start realizing, you know, let's just let's we start kind of figuring out how we're gonna talk to each other because it's a little different than we thought it was gonna be. We were trying to explain way, a little too much. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going after this this uh, place. I'm going after B. I'm going after C. Not like, hey, follow me over here. But if you're close, do, yeah, totally. I'm gonna, you know, kind of be more opportunist. Be more of an opportunist as you're as you're playing online, and uh, it turned actually way more like into like a real like uh, life, <laughs> like weird life simulator. But what we do if we were actually like in war or something, like we got to this point where like we found this crazy like a uh, uh, motorized tricycle, <laughs> and like he's like I'm driving this baby. And, and, like, he was going to take off. I'm like, dude, I want to hop in that thing. It had, like, a side cart. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> and he's just like, all right. And he can't shoot. But, like, I'm in the side cart. It's like, I'm like, I don't care who I see. I told him if I see someone on our team, because I'm like, I have trouble sometimes seeing the color anyways, I'm just going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the video games. It's just fun. Dude, and, like, I'm, just, I'm shooting. I'm shooting everything. <laughs> And, like, all of a sudden, I realized, like, oh, I flew through a fence. I'm still in the sidecar. And, like, I'm in a field now. And I'm in a field. I look over to my left. My brother's not there anymore. <laughs> he basically ghost-read me into a field. And, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I left that, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> and it, it, was so, it was so funny. Like, I had this experience of, like, this is where it transcends, like, video games. It's, like having this crazy weird situation happen where like uh like oh my god that's fucking funny like that would happen to us in real life but like we're living it through this game like this is really fucking hilarious and like i know it's like oh that doesn't make the game that good but it's like this i was allowed to do that in this game and like uh still had fun and still felt like i was actually accomplishing something when i was like uh shooting the opponents and like taking over certain spots it's like this game's pretty awesome to me like really awesome especially coming off of like Battlefront coming off of like a, a game where like I feel like it was like it needed more to actually be worth 60 bucks or to like you know be have the Star Wars Battlefront name basically um just really 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 a lot more content here compared to that and uh I think it's really awesome uh feels really good playing this game. That's yeah. my number seven. Oh, I, awesome. like, I love Battlefield 1. It's it's really cool. I recommend if you have not tried a Battlefield game, check this one out. It's awesome. Yeah. Very <laughs> cool, man. I really like it. Um, I'll jump into number uh, six. Uh, my number six is uh, in this... Oh, God damn, it gets, it gets harder every time. Uh, Gears of War 4. Um... God damn it, I love this fucking game so fucking much, man. Oh, man. It's, I want to play it. Ah, oh, This game makes owning an Xbox One worth it to me. That's awesome. Um, you know, I, I like Gears of War 1 and 2. I thought it was fine. Um, I even like Judgment to a certain extent. Um, but Gears of War 3 was like... <clears throat> everything just came together with that game. They, they figured out the story, the pacing, the art style, everything about it. It just felt fucking perfect, that game. for a gear, like they, they nailed it all. And with Gears of War 4, there's a lot of concern going to with, uh, I think it's uh, Black uh, Black Dawn or Black Dusk, can't remember the name of the... the, the, the Black Tusk. Blast, uh, Black Tusk, thank you. Um, this is their first time making a Gears of War game, and 
lack of certain there, like, oh, they ended it pretty well. Like, they, they, they beat the bad guys. It was over. Um, how, what are they going to do with it? Not that, like, the story is, like, the, you know, the fucking greatest thing in the world. Um, but, um, <clears throat> to me, and I said at the time, and I stick with it, it's the Force Awakens of video games, where they they took the old characters from the original trilogy, <laughs> and they did a great way of tying them in with the new characters, and also making these new characters stand on their own, but um, also... Very important. Yeah. I liked it. I like you threw those in there. But also not feel like the old characters were just kind of shoehorned in there for nostalgia. Yeah. Take. They were meaningful. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, Marcus Phoenix uh, is... I think this is the best he's ever been in any of the, the other ones, where just him being the grumpy old man at this point is awesome. Uh when he first jumps in, uh, when you first bump into him in the game, like, they, like the people, like, the main bad guys in the beginning of the game, like, attack his house and basically destroy his entire house. And it's, like, just him, like, dealing with the aspect of his house being destroyed. And then, like, there's one point where you're, like, running through a greenhouse and, like, they destroy his tomatoes. And he's really upset about the fact that his tomatoes were destroyed. Yeah, these are mine. He's like, my tomatoes! Uh, that whole part oh, was great. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a comedy aspect. I've had that happen. Someone actually went to uh, his Justin's kids went to his house, and then uh, so the government agency yeah. went to destroy Justin's house. No, seriously. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> just sorry, sorry. Oh, um, I fucked up. <laughs> That's all real. Yeah, that, that actually happened. Uh, no, I just thought the... I, I, I want to play this game. It's great, man. It's so fun. And just, like, the the, the gameplay aspect of it is, is still really tight. It feels really good. And then adding in, like, the whole, like, the world's going to shit, like, from an actual, like, uh, like, like, it's, like, it's fucked. Like, the, uh, like, there's these weird, like, hurricane-like, or, like, slash tornado-type events going on randomly. And you gotta deal with them, and it just totally changed the way the gameplay works, and like the fact that like now your bullets like actually like spin off like in journeys, and you gotta like That's aim cool. better, and it's just the whole part of that I think is great. That I, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's great. I don't um, know why? I, I I just man, it's just never one of those things where I don't have any complaints about this game. It's it's so good, uh, and I I didn't know if they if I wanted a Gears of War four. And if they could pull it off, but they pulled off, and I think they this they is answered your question. Yeah, and they definitely. I mean, this is probably the this is the best Gears of War game. I think out of the five, this is easily my number my number one. Um, and I just the new characters and the way they ended it with Gears of War four, like being a fan of the original trilogy and where they left off with it and kind of the cliffhanger they did. Uh, I thought uh, I think is I think is awesome. And, uh, yeah. And then the last, like, I don't want to spoil anything. The last hour of that game is fucking awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, it's probably the best part of that game. And there's a lot of good parts of that game. Uh, so, yeah. My number six, uh, Gears of War 4. Uh, what about you, Gables? What's your number six? Number six is Kirby Planet Rubblebot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the thing about Kirby, I love the Kirby games. I have a long history with playing Kirby games dating back to when I was five. But with Planet Robobot, I really love how fresh the gameplay feels in comparison to, say, Triple Deluxe. 
Triple Deluxe is really much a great standard Kirby game. Where Planet Robobot sort of experiments with it a little bit with the aspect of not only controlling a robot, but actually having the robot copy the abilities of enemies. So let's say you have a robot that just shoots like electric wave, like waves or something like that, or just uh, that transforms to a rock or all this other crap, you know. It makes progressing through levels that much more fun in terms of like collecting little like uh, I think there's like little shards or something like that. Not too, it no, yeah, oh, man. There's little things that you collect throughout the levels and stuff like that to open up various other stuff. I know that I'm like halfway through this game. And I've played so much of it in terms of, like, uh, understanding how much fun I am having. Just just going through, trying to 100% everything. Because when I played through, like, Triple Deluxe, like, last year and stuff like that. And then had so much fun just going through and just uh, getting 100% everything. It just feels the same way for, like, Planet Robobot with me. But only this time, it feels much more refined. In, it feels so much fun just playing as like the robot character, just going through the different like different stages, figuring out the specific little puzzles so I can collect little gem items and stuff for each stage. And there's like three or four, actually like they're kind of like gears now that I think about it, three four gears or something like that throughout the course, opening up like a special level, then being random bosses and doing this and. The thing about it is the gameplay is so nice and simple to understand and it's not like overly convoluted or anything and it just feels great whenever you just progress and finish a level. It's really calming in a way where things just feel like uh, so easy in some retrospects but the same way it's just the type of game where you could just just sit back in a chair or something like that, turn the game on, just enjoy like a level or two, then just turn it off and be on your way doing whatever. You know, it's just like a relaxing sort of zen moment with me. And that's... I love that game. I know, man. It's just such a rarity to find a video game or two when, like, you could just play that, like, randomly on the go and then just relax for a bit and then just turn it off and then just uh, maybe turn on, like, five minutes of it, you know, every once in a while and stuff. So, yeah, for number six is Kirby Planet Robobot for me. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Well, Josie, this is going to be the final one of the show. Uh, You're number six. A lot of pressure. My number six is Titanfall 2. Nice. Um, This game, you know, I heard things going into it. I heard things like, oh, man, you got to play the campaign. And uh, I, I actually played the, uh, I think it was one of the betas for the online at yep. first. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really awesome. And I never played anything of the, the original Titanfall. I didn't have an Xbox One. Yeah. So I haven't played, didn't play any of that. But uh, I I started this game out. Like I just, I uh, actually, right after I beat Battlefield 1. And uh, like off the get-go, like from the whole like, beginning training area I think it's like it felt like oh this game's I feel like this game's gonna go some pretty cool directions like just like the the way the running on the walls feels and the jumping and all this stuff like it's just like I really 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 like that actually and uh, it looks really nice um then I actually got like into the you know the actual game of it all and I was so surprised. I guess maybe I sh- 
this is my fault for like maybe like undermining you know what can happen in a video game but like the way that I f felt like throughout this campaign uh, uh, my my you as a main character and you with uh, BT7274 mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually I don't think I'll forget that name it's a great game because uh, I had like this like I don't know I had this weird relationship with this robot right and like I don't think I'll ever forget like that relationship like it, it felt really special and it was like that's a spoil too much but like no matter what that's spoiling too much. <laughs> this, this this robot, uh, he's gonna surprise you. And <laughs> yeah, man, I, I feel like I want to say so much more about this. I don't know if I should. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I just want to say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't want to take that away from anybody. It's like, but just uh, the last hour, the last hour, and, yeah. and take as it comes, baby, because this. <laughs> This game is awesome. Mm -hmm. This game is fucking rad. I, I love this game. Like it, it's 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 like so many things like into one, but not like like oh, it's like you can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you can't really be great at anything. It's like it's like it kind of like masters it all and puts it into one thing. Like there are very brief moments in this game where I was like, okay. Uh, only because of like my brain is like oh like not really like that I'm bored here but like okay like I kind of see this coming but I like the build up either way yeah like I, I, I like not like story wise either just like gameplay wise even like I, I fucking think though that what is here and what like they, tr they want to convey to you people made this game is like so so good that I think it's like it just it just it just makes it so much better. Like it's like I look at it a different way. It's like and not that I ha I have to look at it a different way to like make it like such a good game to me. It's just like I can I can feel I can feel that it's reaching out like its fingers. Like it wants like this game wants to like m make you like think like man I'm surprised by this game. I can feel that. You know, like, some people might might look at it like as a downside to this game. Like, it's trying too hard in some situations. But I don't feel that way at all. I think this game is just mm. awesome. And I think, dude, if this game could keep going, like a third one, yes. oh, I'm on board, baby! They yeah. were <laughs> Like, lie. especially... Okay, if you beat this game, please beat it. Watch the credits all the way through. Yep. It is worth it. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to say to you. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love this game. Definitely. That's my yeah. number six. Very cool. Titanfall two, yeah. Titanfall two. Complete uh, surprise. Yeah, big that one uh, for me. And, and then, like surprise. you said, it's yeah, two thousand sixteen year surprises. Yeah. Um, to rear it real quick. Um, our our ten through sixes. For me, uh, Firewatch number ten, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare number nine, Inside number eight, Ratchet and Clank number seven, Gears of War four number six, uh, for Gables number ten was Battleborn, number nine was Firewatch. Eight was Battlefield One, Severed was number seven, uh, and six was Kirby uh, Planet Robobot. And for Justin, uh, he had Paper Mario Color Splash at uh, number ten. At uh, number nine was Severed. At uh, number eight was Inside. Number seven was Battlefield One, and number six was Titanfall Two. 
Um, so that is just part one of our uh, Game of the Year show. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with 5 through 1 and honorable mentions. Uh, real quick, if you guys want to hear more from us on Facebook, page and group, uh, Gen Gaming Podcast on there. On Twitter, it is Gen Gaming Pod. Um, so follow us on there. On um, YouTube, Generation Gaming. Subscribe to us and like our videos on there. And then also on Twitch, Gen Gaming, Pod- Gen Gaming Podcast. Sorry. So check us out on there. Uh, Justin streams all of Timefall 2 and Last Guardian on there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can definitely do and that. And Battlefield 1. And also that In case you're interested. Yeah. Uh, so um, that was our show for the week. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is I, probably going to be our first show of the year. Uh, thanks again. Uh, uh, happy, happy, happy New Year. Hope you had a good New Year's, I guess. Yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, past tense there yeah uh but thank you guys so much for joining us 2016 and hope you guys continue us with and uh just this and more in 2017 we love you we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh check back next week with uh part two of our game of the year show i uh, love you guys and we'll talk to you next week alone too sorry can't stop watching it <laughs> yeah watches, every year of my life watches every day i always i would if i could <laughs> and of course, until next time, everybody, <laughs> GG. Alan. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, but for real, we're out. <laughs>